This episode is sponsored by Overcast, a better podcast app than whatever you're using right now. Unless it's Overcast. Get Overcast for free on the App Store. Welcome back to Najma's show. This is your host, Peter Kim. And this is your other host, Unji Kim. Thank you so much for listening. You guys, I know that there's not much to do and there's so much to watch, but the fact that you keep listening is such a joy for us. I was actually thinking, Anji, you know how we tried the Instagram Live last week? <laughs> <laughs> we tried it. <laughs> I have... I'm not sure it worked, but <laughs> we tried it. <laughs> I have I have internet issues. Uh, I have phone issues. I yeah, have yeah. I have issues. Um, yeah, you have a lot of technological issues. <laughs> And but you know what? You're sticking through it. You're stubborn. It's on its last legs, and you will rather see it die before you buy a new phone. And I, I, I appreciate that about you. <laughs> I told you, I was like, I treat this phone like my Terry Shivo. I'll like, I'll keep it alive at all costs. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> well, thank you so much for those of you who the twelve of you who watched. Um, here's the thing, though. I, I have a new idea. I think because I've been doing like different types of. I guess quote shows, if you will. Yeah. And Zoom seems to be like the the technology of choice right now. Yes. So maybe we can do some kind of like Zoom show, where like we do the regular podcast, but we also do it on Zoom. You know how we're doing it on Skype right now? Yes. And we only hear each other, and we don't get to see each other. Mm-hmm. It's true. What if we did it on Zoom and we got to see each other? And then like muted it so that we could still so we would Zoom it and Skype it. No, no, no Skype, just Zoom. Skype is over, hun. It's dead. Who killed? Oh, I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Skype is millennials. Zoom is Gen Z. It's Gen Zoom. Okay. Now, um, uh, by the way, the reviews, I, we did this like asking for reviews thing because we were going to go to D.C., R.I.P. D.C. I show. Know, I know. R.I.P. All reviews, Travel. All travel, god damn, <laughs> all live shows. Yeah. But the reviews keep coming in, and thank you so much for that. So I'm going to re- read another review. This one's from On Demand Dan, great name, given to us February 27th, 2020, before the collapse, uh. okay? This person says, awesome and funny podcast. Mm. Great chemistry between the, the Unji and Peter. <laughs> keeps, <laughs> I think maybe between the hosts. Unji and Peter keeps me coming back for more each week, hoping to catch one of your live shoes, shows in the future. Oh. How naive you were back then. <laughs> so back then, at the end of February. This is before the leap day. Oh, Damn. my God. You know what, uh, On Demand Dan, I am looking forward to a live show in the future as well. I'm going to keep hope alive. Yeah. What day What day of the quarantine is this? Uh, I guess it depends on when you started your quarantine, but th- this is like day 16 for me. Yeah. Okay. It's day one of 30. This is April 1st. This is not a joke. We are starting a 30-day in shelter and home. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it started already, but this is like crunch time now. Yeah, like we really got to do it. Yeah, and we're doing it, and we're doing it. We're keep we keep working, we keep putting out the content. You guys keep listening, and thank you for that. <laughs> I appreciate. it I mean, I wonder, like, are your like listeners let us know, like, if your Asian parents are heating the shelter in place, or you're having a difficult time getting them to stop going to get salong time. <laughs> 
Uh, Dude, my mom is breaking all the rules yeah. and I'm fucking angry about it. <laughs> like truly, my parents too. Like I, it's it's like they just my mom showed like took a picture of the sushi that when she went to go fucking buy and was eating and was like, oh, like she was like, oh, do you want some? Like trying to entice me <laughs> into like breaking the fucking quarantine. It was like, oh, and I'm like, no, we're not eating sushi. Like, what are you talking about? Like, <laughs> I miss sushi so much. I miss sushi so much. I've eaten so God. much lox. I've eaten so much lox. I like, <sighs> I like anything that like kind of resembles. Yeah, like it's like fake, like that fake Im- imitation crab. Even I was like trying to eat. There's like, God damn, I miss imitation crab. I should get some at the Korean store. Yeah, truly, it's like, and and this is the way that all these fucking Asian people are treating. It's no, it's also not all Asian people. It's only the pa- our parents. It's the parents. Yeah. No, I, 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 okay. So yeah, yeah last night, uh, we did a, like a web, like a Google meeting hangout uh-huh. with me, my brother, and my mom. It was my mom's 62nd birthday. Oh, and, wow. Uh, yeah. Yeah. She's Wait, is she a Honjai? Like, is she great. living by herself right now? Wow. Like, that's really sick. Yeah, yeah. That's just. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that, like, yeah, that just makes 맞아, us sad. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, it, it really hurts my heart. But, yeah, yeah. you know, she's alone. So we're like, let's hang out. And my brother was in the car the whole time. And he's driving from San Jose to San Francisco to pick up weed. And I was like, <gasps> what? No! What are you doing? What the fuck, man? And then we got into it. And he's 30. So he doesn't want to hear me fucking like, yeah, yeah, you yeah, know? Yeah, 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 yeah. But of course, I'm seven years old. And I'm, so I'm always nagging. I like turn into a nagging parent when I talk to my little brother and I have to stop it. I understand. I recognize that this is no one wants that. Not even myself. It's truly like Chansori is like the love language of Korean people. (laughs) Yeah, that's it. Like it's like if you're not asking what you ate and what whether or not you're cold. Yeah. Are you okay? Are you okay? Are you? Yeah. Are you healthy? Yeah. Are you hungry? Those are two things I care about. And like, and if you're not doing the best and like in those things, then it's yeah. like all chansori from there. Oh yeah. Happiness, fulfillment of soul, emotional well-being, none of those exist. Yeah. Unless, yeah. Anyways, go on. So you're talking to, that's so sad. Being yeah, alone. He, yeah. was, he was going out. So it's not just my, and our parents. It's like, ugh, younger Asians are doing the two. You guys, you guys are all acting a fool. Like it's truly like fucking annoying. Like at this point, I'm just annoyed. I'm annoyed. <laughs> I'm not even angry. I was like worried. And now I'm just like, what the fuck? I'm annoyed. I'm just truly like, you know, when you know, yeah, it's annoying because we're following the fucking rules. Yes. It's like it's, you know? um, when you're a kid in school and like the teacher won't let uh let you go to recess until everyone is in line. And there's like oh two God. fucking fools that refuse uh-huh. to get in line. Just fooling around. Just fooling around. So none of us can go outside because you're just fooling around. That's Yangachi behavior right there. Yeah. F- yeah. Fadi. Jerome, get in line. <laughs> I was never that kid. I Me was neither. always the kid that like followed the rules. I was the shortest kid, so I was in the front of the line. Yes. Right next to the teacher. And so smug about it. So smug about it. Like I was yeah, like trying yeah. to like do like, have adult conversations. Like, Guys. Yeah. <laughs> I tried to have adult conversations yeah. with that teacher. Uh, have you seen the news of the day? I too have read it. <laughs> I'm a big fan of newspapers. <laughs> That's so funny. What, where, when, why, how? <laughs> I mean, truly. You remember those reports we have to do, like breaking down like the subject and answering the questions? Yes, yes. The five yes. W's? Yes. 
I mean, that's when that's when the news and the world um, could be so tidily explained. And, but yeah, I mean, that's what I feel like with all of this. Like I was telling my parents, I'm just like, it's like it's just fucking annoying, right? It's just annoying. We're like we're all we're all doomed to have this go on for more. There's no, it, it's yeah. going to be interminable because people can't fucking get in line. It's so easy. <sighs> it's easy to follow the rules. No, it's easy to break the rules. It's hard to follow them. Okay. Do the hard thing for once in your goddamn life. Do it. Just do it. You know who's doing the right things? I Patreons. Who? <laughs> oh, good segue. <laughs> <laughs> nice seg. Thank girl. you. I'm trying to keep it pro fash. Um, yeah, our Patreon. We're actually we're growing. We're growing. We got 13 now. Thank you so much, you guys. It's like I fucking- can't believe. I thought I thought people would just stop after after the collapse. I thought people would be like, oh fuck this. I gotta no. scrounge. No. But get this. Kindness is also contagious. <laughs> <laughs> Boo. <laughs> You gotta go home. <laughs> <laughs> I am home. <laughs> I mean, truly, it's been like it's really incredible the level of generosity I've seen. People like that's the thing. It's like shit like that, like that sustains me. But then I see the people that are like acting fo- like fools, and I'm just like, uh, like the the hu- the entire spectrum of humanity, albeit usually pretty beautiful. Like the spectrum, the, the from uh, A to Z, is also very exhausting because you got the people that are doing their best, doing the most, and like exhibiting such unique acts of kindness and um, profound sort of like empathy. Like they're actually saying profound levels of empathy. I see people like try, you know, giving each other food and like all this yeah. singing and like like cities like trying to band together and giving um like mm-hmm. healthcare workers like emotional support, you know, like like New York is fucking crazy, you know? And I like th- that to me is beautiful. But then also there's the trash that, you know, this St. Patrick's Day. Um, oh my God. <laughs> Corona parties. Yeah. yeah it's, like it's I too just much. Like the, the spring breakers and like the thing is like we all, it's like it's it's especially painful because you can see the actual um, spikes in numbers like that literally happen within the 14 day window after these things occur. You know, it's yeah. indisputable. So um, thank you to our Patreons. You're doing the right things. Um, you're helping support like me and Peter through this time. Phil, like... Peter, can I ask you, like, everyone's investing in in-home studios, like, to do voiceover and, like, do in-home. Like, are you doing this? What? In-home voiceovers? In-home voiceover, home studio, like, getting ring lights, yeah. like, getting better. Yeah. Oh, you know it. I've had it for a while now. We but, start, I started investing in, in November. I mean, this is... They started... I, yeah, you. We have to now. There's n- who knows what's gonna happen with, especially with entertainment. We, we used to have like giant 300 person crews to make, you know, Big Bang Theory. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like we just don't have that anymore. The studio system is effectively gone. We don't know when we're gonna come back. And even when we do come back with like live shows and stuff, who's gonna want to go? That's what I'm gonna I said. be so skittish. That's what I said. I just, I was talking to a friend. Come of ours. November, yeah. like when people are like, "Oh my God, okay, we finally like flattened the curve. We're 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 good." Uh, all the experts are saying it's gonna come back like regular influenza, even harder, faster, stronger. 
<sighs> yeah. So I, th- yeah. I, I agree. I think people are going to be very skittish. Yeah, we are. I am investing. You are investing. You're getting some equipment for your home so that we can start doing the stuff remotely. But it's expensive. <laughs> we talk about it all the time. Like it's expensive. It's expensive. It is expensive. Yeah. I mean, like yeah, it's like I was it looking is. at. I, I was looking at the stuff. I'm just like, wow. Like this is really, like this is an investment. I mean, like I just thankfully I just got some checks for um, a job, but I was just like, God damn, this is like really expensive. Like if if you're a normal working actor, you're done. Like it's because uh, it, you have to invest like, like I'm I'm talking for those of you who are not like it'd be like if at your office you had to in order to continue doing your job, you had to spend two thousand dollars to get a really nice computer and they were not going to give you a computer. You know, it's like two grand like all together, you know, including software and like equipment and like all that stuff like it's expensive. It's expensive. So we really appreciate you guys for donating to Patreon. Truly. Thank you. Oh, also, for those of you guys who are sending in laughs, please, because I am truly... Peter, are you starting to feel it? Are you starting to feel it? Are you finally starting to feel it? it? I need it. I need the laughs, baby. Please send it to us. <laughs> some of you have some of you have sent it already. We're doing it over the month, so take your time. But also, anytime you're watching something funny on whatever yeah. at home, just record yourself. And we've been loving the recordings. Some of the people who are sending it in are saying like, oh, my God, I sound like an insane person. I sound crazy. Like, you don't. Trust me. Okay. <laughs> we will take literally anything. I mean, like, truly, like, I am, I am starved. Like, I've talked to a lot of people and, like, about, like, just also needing to be seen by people. Like, I don't, I don't think I realize how much of an extrovert and how much um, the gaze of others sustains me. You know, like, it's... <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not just talking about like the gaze of like um like men or women or anything. It's just like people seeing strangers. you. Yeah, strangers like seeing mm-hmm. and acknowledging you, like their assessment of you in that way that we as mammals inside of a, inside of a society like, you know, we we render judgment moment to moment constantly. I need that. I need cuz I Love to get an A. I want if I'm I am a C. If I I want love, I would love some feedback. How I can improve, like I, and that all happens inside of a split second, you know, inside of an up and down glance, and like yeah, uh, and you need you need the you need the validation. Good, I bad, do. Or ugly. You need I it. do. I need yeah. the validation. I need to be dragged. I need to be validated. I need to be. I want to be your lover. I want to be your <laughs> whore. I want to be your <laughs> your sister and your mother. I want to be your sister and your mother. And I am not ashamed. Um, yeah, like I, I mean, truly, like that is, is the laughs. I've been trying to make my um, son laugh and it is so fucking depressing because he's such an easy laugh and I have to do, and he's not smart, you know? So it's like, I'm doing really That's the like worst. like you be on the road and you're like in some like bumfuck town and you're like, oh, I made you laugh? What the fuck do you know, huh? You don't have farm to table. Exactly. Again, not proud of the sets I've been doing, but I've been killing <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome well i actually did my first internet show yesterday yes tell me about it so it was a show called comedy quarantine if okay. you guys um are interested and available at 7 p.m pdt and that's 8 p.m wherever 10 p.m whatever you know what it is at, at 7 p.m every day monday through friday <clears throat> these comedy producers great people 
and also fellow comedians, three uh, women uh, produced a show called Comedy Quarantine, and it's an Instagram show, and it has the best comics in the country. Okay, not only was I on it, the our our uh, former kickass Korean and Nuna of all Nunas, Margaret Cho is on it. What? You are on the same fucking bill as Margaret Cho? The same motherfucking bill. Now, did we see each other? No. But we, we, yeah, I, we I mean, th- this is, you have flattened the curve. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's like the, my proudest moment in comedy, but I wasn't even there. <laughs> like physically was not even there. So explain. Like, <laughs> but, so how it works is it's on Instagram Live. Mm-hmm. Comedy Quarantine has like a bunch of followers. And you, obviously, the comic, say, hey, I'm going to be on this show at 7 p.m. Come join. So people come. And at the top, the host, yesterday, Teresa Lee, shout out to Teresa Lee, great uh, host and comic. She did this, like, funny, stupid-ass bit where she uh, pretended to be um, locked in her car. Okay. And she was, like, um, she was running for her life. And then she ran into her house. And, and it was so ridiculous. And she got she got there and she finally finished it. And she was like, I don't know. I got bored. I knew, I had some rope for a sketch that I wrote. So I figured I'd use it. <laughs> <laughs> and it was so funny. It was such a like fun, like cool way to start a show. And basically, she does a little material at the top as a host, welcomes everyone, tells everyone how this works. And there's a comedy quarantine Venmo, so you can tip the comics. Cool. Basically, all, all, the, ti- all the tips go um, evenly to all the comics. Okay. So you could tip dollar, five dollars, whatever you want. It doesn't matter. And you... Um, and then she she did a little time at the top, and then she introduced me. And the directive was, you could do whatever you want. You could literally do anything, but you have seven minutes. And you know how you do Instagram Live, you split the screen? Yes. And the top screen is the host, the person who started it, and mm-hmm. the bottom screen is whoever requests to be live with you. Right. So I was the bottom screen, and uh, at six minutes, and the top screen basically... They turned the camera to a computer screen that has the words comedy quarantine and then your comic at Peter KZ, you know, blah, blah, host of Ajima show. And then uh, so it just has my every comic's name while you watch the bottom, which is me. Cool. Yeah. It's just like a screensaver. And uh, but she's there the whole time. Right. The host. Right. So she's chuckling along. It's like a backdrop. It's a backdrop. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And then she's like chuckling along, which I found very comforting because I, yes. I haven't had another person laugh. Yes. So, so there were like 80, 90 people wow. watching. Yeah, they have a really big following. And but she was the only laugh I heard. And it's like she she turned the camera and she's just waiting for me to do my set. So she's just hearing me. She's not even seeing me. <laughs> she's oh just like God. chuckling along, which was great. Yeah. And then um at the six minute mark, uh, a little icon pops up, this yellow like hazard sign, and that's my light, basically. So I see it, and then I, I go, okay, so I'm going to wrap it up, and I wrapped it up with my last joke. And I was like, all right, that's it, guys. Thank you so much. Welcome back to your host. And she turned the camera back to her, and she was like, oh, my God, that was so funny. Thank you so much. Uh, you can find Peter. Where can they find you? Blah, blah, blah. And I told them, watch my show. And she was like, okay, uh, thank you so much. Bye. And then I get off the live. Okay. And then she does a little time and then the next person comes and requests a live and you know, the next comic, the next comic, next comic. And Did you get like the RO? Nice. Did you get the RO? Of course. This is the time you get on. That's crazy. And there's no like there's no like, oh sorry, I'm looking for parking or like, oh I'm running yeah. late, the train's late. You're already home. So it's the most <laughs> punctual show ever. Right. <laughs> <laughs> 
Unless you're just like, I don't know, fucking around and watching Vanderpump Rules and you like lose track of time. Yeah, yeah. But these are all comics who don't have shows. So like I was ready at like 545. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, let's go. <laughs> just like you stand, sitting straight up with like your phone. Yeah. And everything. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just like waiting, tilting the camera down, up, down. Like, am I too shiny? Were you, you, holding, were you holding the camera the entire time? Holding your phone? No, 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 no. I had it on my tripod. Okay. And would you stand up? No, I sat the whole time and I was drinking wine and I had my little notebook Okay. so I could just look down and see where I'm at in the set. Um, I had some weed. Uh-huh. I was at, at my dining room table. The window was open. I had a shawl on. It was gorge. It was absolutely what was gorge. Your, what, I, what material did you do? So I wrote one new joke. Okay. I decided that if I just do my set, it, it might just be corny. Yeah. And also, I think if I was doing my set and no one was laughing, including the host's like chuckles, you would have to. I was gonna spiral. Yeah. 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 (laughs) (laughs) Like I would, I would, I would, I would help you. Like that's yeah, yeah. That's horrible. (laughs) (laughs) You would, you would like somehow send a drone strike to just get rid of me. This would be like (laughs) compassionate. Like I'd be like this is Kevorkian stuff. Like that's. Dr. K, there's a new Dr. Yeah, K in town. You, yeah. <laughs> you deserve it. <laughs> yeah, Wait, so then um, did you just I was riff? Like, oh, or? I did it like a hybrid because I had watched some other people do it just to get like a sense of what right, people right, were right. doing. Mm-hmm. And because it's not like a show that people pay for and sit down and get two drink minimum or whatever the fuck that people used to do, um, there's less pressure to be like, quote, killing. Right. Right. So people are doing like weird characters. People are taking it into their closets and doing like a, oh, my God, you know, someone's in my house kind of thing. Um, You know, different shit. People are just like talking shit. Um, So I I decided to do a hybrid. I was like, well, I should start off with a new joke that I write about Corona because hello. Yes. Obviously. And also I write jokes. So, you know, I was like, okay, just one joke. Um, can I tell you the joke? Yeah. Okay. So the opening joke was, um, Hey guys, hope everyone's doing well and everyone's healthy and safe at home. Um, I'm for, I, unfortunately I got some, uh, news about my 88 year old landlord. He has recently been hospitalized because of Corona oh. and I'm, I, I'm honestly very, very worried that he will survive because <laughs> I can't pay this rent. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. So, yeah. Thanks. So I did one joke at the top. Uh-huh. And then I just riffed a little about like what are y'all doing? And then people are just you can't hear anyone but people are like commenting and sending like likes and emojis, uh-huh. like cry emo- like yeah, cry yeah. laughing emoji, yeah. cry laughing emoji. So <laughs> it is kind of like a digital validation. Did it make um, your dick hard? Did it like, does it feel no, the same? Okay. No, no, not at all. Not at all. Yeah. I mean, it does feel nice for someone to be like, hey, Peter, like, oh, we had a listener. Uh, we had a couple of Aj- Ajima listeners join. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so they were like, hey, Peter. And I was just talking back to them. Okay. Um, and then I just did some stuff about TP and how like, I don't really care that I'm down to my last roll of TP because I'll take like 10 baths a day just to wash my ass. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like I have nothing to do, so yeah. Oh, I know. I was asking that my parents the same thing, and my mom actually legit like laughed at me and was like, "Oh, we have enough." They took their McDonald's um, napkin load from their apartment to their senior housing. They moved with napkins. 
Oh no! From, Those I'm sure are like years harsh ago. brown yeah. McDonald's. <laughs> From like years ago, like they, they literally. My moved. dad used to hoard them in the car. Yeah, they just yeah. laughed. They're like, "Oh, we could we could live forever. We would never have to buy TP again." I'm just like, Yo, "This is made for that, Asian people." I, exactly for immigrant life. Imagine like I used to like be so embarrassed. That my family would do that, like hoard ketchup packets, yeah, salt yeah, and pepper yeah. things, like tiny little things that you break off at the top and then you sprinkle, mm-hmm. you know? And as a kid of immigrants, I was so, so fucking embarrassed by that. But imagine coming from a country just very recently war-torn. Yes. Right? And very much ration system. And then coming to a country where they have literally... Uh, not, no one watching you around goods. They're giving it away. They're literally give, giving yeah. it away. <laughs> it's out for you to take. Like the reason why you had fish sauce, and like we did. There's a reason why some dishes in Korean food exists because there was no fucking salt. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was like rotten ass, yeah. cured ass fish yeah. that's been sitting out in the sun. They're like, yo, this smells nasty. Let's put it in this. <laughs> I bet it'll, it'll taste be, salty. It'll, I bet yeah. it'll be salty. I bet, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, truly, like, it's like, I mean, they are people, like, it's my parents' attitude about this whole thing has, like, basically been, well, at least it's not war. And, yeah. and like, I get that mentality, but it's like, you know, it, it's also, Peter, like, I've been thinking at least about I, my persona on stage and like what it means to like because you're talking about like what who you were on that first digital show i'm about to do my first digital show tomorrow oh nice and we're gonna do it in zoom which one is it it's my oh you're doing it in zoom yeah in and zoom then, you could hear people yes that's what i hear i haven't done a zoom show yet i'd love to do one if you guys are out i, I just need laughs, <laughs> i love that we're <laughs> back to begging for slots <laughs> well <laughs> Here's the thing, though. I remember last week I was like, "Oh, I feel good about not doing comedy." Yes. And then, but that was like pre two week mark. After two weeks of like being on quote vacation mode, I'm like, I'm raring to go. I'm raring. I, I'm raring. How do you feel about your Zoom show tomorrow? Are you excited? Or are you so nervous? I'm, so Talk this to me the about thing. it. Like, I, I, what does it mean? Like for me specifically, given this time, my on stage persona is born out of a boom economy. Like, I can't... I don't know if I can be out here with my... Like, I love fucking lotion and furs vibe with three million people out of work. You know what I mean? Sure you can. You can be... I I think that's exactly what we need. It's like the very Natasha Leggero of it all. Yeah. But like, I feel like... It's you, like when we do Cards Against Humanity meetings, how you sit in your fucking lofty bed in your fur (laughs) and pitch jokes. Like... That's what it is. When we did Instagram Live last week, you fully, I, I was like, what should we do? And you were like, I don't know. Let's do something. And what did you bring to the Instagram Live show that 13 people watched? You doing a goddamn mask <laughs> and depuffing your face. Like, that's your brand. Yes, yes. That's the it's thing. Not that, it's not that different from your onstage. I don't think our onstage personas are that different than it's, who it's we actually not, are. It's that. But I feel like a little bit torn as to like whether or not I can get how much of the situation I can acknowledge given my persona. Cause I don't want to be a bummer either. So like, I just, it's just kind of fucking with me a little bit, like what it is to create during this time. I mean, like uh, the emotional toll, like I feel like we, if, we, if I'm being honest, there are moments when given the existential 
angst and dread of it all, it is a little overwhelming. But I'm moving forward. I'm in the present. I'm in the moment. I'm surviving. I'm thriving. Um, I'm moisturizing. But like I like I just think that sometimes in terms of actually creating something new, like I I don't know. I I think you'll see the rise of some more surreal shit, like sort of absurdist oh. humor because. Yeah. Because like sort of what we do is a little like it, I don't know if people are gonna want to hear it yet, you know. Okay, uh, I, I'm I'm having trouble, and I I, I don't want to speak for the audience, but yeah. I'm having trouble like imagining what your issue is. Like, can you give me a for example, and I will tell you objectively if I, as an audience member, connect to it or not. Um, I guess I don't know if I want to discuss the thing yet, like where we are. Like the, oh, oh, you I, don't so want to discuss Corona yet. Yeah. Like the existential I think, dread I think of you it. must. I think you must. Because that's our job. Our job is to release the tension. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And I don't think people are going to be bummed out because you talk about Corona. We all want to hear people go, fuck this. You know what I mean? Like, yes. Yes. I, because that's what, what we're all feeling. And we're the ones. It's our jobs to say the thing that no one else is brave enough to say. And if you and you clearly have opinions yeah. about what the fuck is going on and that's uh, that's legitimately what, what people want to hear i think this is the time that we be unabashed about who we are because there's no script anymore and i was thinking about that a lot about how sometimes when i would go on stage especially like in smaller towns i would have to like sweeten myself up a little bit yes it's just so that people could like swallow me Mm -hmm. metaphorically and then later after the show literally swallow me so i was <laughs> i was hoping for that like when i'm in alabama you know i just like mm, be the adorable fat gay guy so that people won't kill me you know what i mean yes, but now palatable. yeah like there's as a as a gay korean man who came up in chicago illinois the biggest town of the midwest i was constantly either front forward or like actively or passively scared that I was going to get shot. I know that sounds yeah. like a paranoia. That's like, come on, are you serious? But yes, I am serious. I was, I or stabbed or attacked. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I was at second city. Someone actually hit me while I was on stage. Like he spacked, smacked my ass and thigh. And I know that's like, Oh, whatever, get over it. But also where does that stop? What if he had a knife? You know, I mean, this I think that's the other part of this is like what I wonder with the, you know, this in terms of catch up for this, you know, next week is uh, Passover for uh, those of us who are in the tribe. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, truly, like just trying to maintain normalcy in this time. It's like kind of taking a little bit of an emotional toll. I'm realizing. And like so much yeah. of like the first I was reading this article about um, how. The children that are like five, six, seven right now, whose first memory memory will be of this event. Yeah. How they're like going to be called Gen C. Because they will be. Gen C as in Corona? Yeah. Wow. Because they'll, I mean, this is going to be like an indelible memory about like scarcity, about just constantly being around your parents and depending on your uh, internal family situation. Like, I mean, um. Like it's either you're just with your mom, you're just with your parents, you might be with both, you know, grand sets of grandparents. It's like how what your family is will be such an indelible part of like your first memories 
like it, they, it, it always is as a child, but it will be even more so given the constant, constant, um, constantly being around them and only around them, like never going to school, right? For and months, no break for school. Yeah, yes. exactly. What? Here's my prediction, and I'm just gonna throw this out there. Mm-hmm. You could call me Alex Jones if you want. Okay, you have before. I think that. After the first iteration of what we're going through, yeah. we'll go through this in stages, of course. And the, the one thing that I know of for sure uh, is human ingenuity. So I do think we are going to pivot from this into a, a new paradigm. And that new paradigm, I think, is going to be local, hyper-localized communities and tribes. Because... At, at a certain point, we're going to have to be able to cluster quarantine. You know what I mean? Yes. And yes. it's going to be like those zombie apocalypse things. They're like us versus them. Who's sick? Who's not? You know, like that's going to be what happens. And there's going to be violence. Who cares? It, there's always violence. But at the end of the uh, the light at the end of the road is that I think we'll come back to local sustainable uh, practices of life. Ooh. A globally connected human intelligence, but a locally sourced human experience. And you heard it here first. Ooh, I got tingles. And that will take a <laughs> fucking break. <laughs> we'll take a break. We'll be right back. I'm dumbfounded that is a beast when it comes to battle rap. Hey, dumbfounded here. Here in Los Angeles, California with dumbfounded. I was definitely kind of an outcast amongst like the Korean kids because I was into just like other things. Like, um, uh, I, was, I, was, like, I was like a nerd. I was like a film nerd, you know, like an art nerd. So like, like a lot of the Korean kids in my neighborhood were like smoking cigarettes in the parking lot. At the PC room and pool halls. I was considered a little bit of a weirdo and outcast in my own community. Uh, and that's what kind of like foreigners about is kind of being a foreigner, not just in, in a, a sense of like being in a different country or whatnot, but just whether it's in your own community or whatnot. So, um, all right, we are back. Wow. So lots of stuff happening in the news, but mostly about Corona. Obviously, Obviously. we're dealing with a fucking pandemic. Who cares who turned 61, right? Uh, but the uh, the huge thing this week is um, how Trump, um, the chief commander, commander-in-chief, has basically told us we're going to be in for a painful two weeks after denying and uh, calling this a hoax, uh, being thin-skinned per usual, making it all about him and his poll numbers and his politics, which it never is. It's just his leadership is so fucking failed that, you know, we talked about it last week about Korea and U.S. finding this the same day at the same day that they have Corona in the country in yes. the borders and how differently these two leadership skills in turn turned out to us having the highest number of cases slash deaths in two weeks. We were like judging Italy 
You know what I mean? Like yeah. we were being like ill, dirty Italians. I know, I know. At least I was. Yeah. You know? And then he, he, 14 days later. Yeah. Oh, we're number one. It's fucked up. You know? So yeah. it's fucked up. But um, one of the more fucked up things is that uh, the CDC and, you know, even the WHO has been telling us you don't have to wear masks. That's not going to help you. Right. Um, even like, uh, re- unless it's respirators, it's not going to help. Okay. Granted. Secondly, though, because the transmission is through mucous membranes, mostly, right? It's not really, it's airborne. Yes. But most people aren't contracting it through stepping into someone's burp. You know right. what I mean? That's just not what it is. So people are like, oh, don't wear it. <clears throat> but um, now, uh, this week, the Center for Disease Control and Prevention is weighing, on, weighing in on whether to recommend that everyone wears masks. Yes. Interesting. Something that East Asia has been doing forever. Not They've forever, been re- And SARS, also, right? like, the CDC has been going so back and forth. They're like, they don't know, like... You know, and it's like, and I feel like some of it is like this internalized, like, will Americans like handle it? Will this help? Is it like, are these uh, um, PPEs? That's the thing. It's like, we are so afraid. Yeah. We're so afraid to offend freedom. Yes. And this is where like, this is where like the Alex Jones things comes in because like, we're so afraid to be like, oh, I don't know if we're able to say that to a free country. You know, uh, to wear a mask, to be polite to each other. That's not something you should be afraid to say as your fucking federal government. All right. Yeah. That is so. That's why capitalism is fucking gone nuts, because we're so afraid to be like, hey, can you just not be a dick? That's all we're asking. And that's what actual freedom is. Like the freedom is not about your own freedoms, but it is the freedom to of your of your neighbor to be able to live free. So like it's a, there's exactly. always going to be a social construct, a co- contract that means that it, you, it's up to you to ensure your neighbor's freedom. You know, it's all, all of us working cooperatively is the only way that we're all truly free. It's the reason why like a, a certain level of socialism ensures that people are actually free. Like, you know. Um, yes. Yes. Not that, being yeah. crippled by school debt is freedom. Not having to worry that if you feel something bad in your stomach that you can just go to the doctor because you're not going to fucking go into debt. That's real freedom. We're not talking about the fr- the freedom to be as rich as you want. That's not that has we've completely mistaken what freedom means. And it's truly become, you know, the shadow, like this, not the shadow, but like the, the beginnings of an oligarchy yeah. full blown. And also, because I mean, we have yeah. clearly two different classes. That's it. And I mean, and also and this is really, yeah. I mean, this is the truth of the matter is that money cannot buy you class and class. (laughs) (laughs) Go off, Luann. Go off, Countess Luann. That's so funny. But yeah, I mean, going back to this, like, but like it's the masks in Asian culture is so just not this. No, it's it's a politeness. It's saying like, oh, I don't want to be all up in your space. Let me take care of myself so that we all can live healthy together. That's the mentality behind it. So anyway, this goes like this whole theme has been repeated over and over in our episodes, but this week it's really hitting true uh, because we're finally asking that question of, should we be polite to each other? Should we be wearing masks? 3M has promised to make more than a billion N95 masks by the end of the year. But 
it needs to it needs federal help for to get the resources to them and to survive this pandemic we have to we have to uh, we have to stop viewing the mask as like ill you're sick ill you're diseased we don't look at a doctor and go ill you're sick we get look at a doctor in a mask saying oh you're here to help mm-hmm. that's what we should be fucking thinking about but in america we need just give us any reason to fucking outgroup someone just give us any reason to distrust and be like you're coming for mine you know, like that's what this, uh, I, I feel like this like knee jerk reaction of w- looking at someone in the mask, be like, oh, you're trying to fuck with me instead of looking at someone in the mask, be like, oh, you're trying to help me. That's what we have to change. And unless we do that, we're, we're constantly going to go to fucking San Francisco to buy weed. You know what I mean? Like we're constantly going to be outside <laughs> hanging out, making it worse for everyone. Like, th- because we're only driven by me, me, me. And we're all driven by me because we're so afraid that we're going to go poor like these, uh, these fucking unmentionable homeless people who went poor because they didn't have enough fucking fortitude. Like, that's what we think. Bootstrap mentality. It's really got to stop. <sighs> it's, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, so at the end of February, um, it was announced that uh, oh, so this is this is a really important thing. The way Korea took care of this mass situation was genius because what they said was um, at the end of February, it announced that it would purchase a Korean government would purchase fifty percent of KF ninety four, which is an uh, 95 comparable mm-hmm. it's, the, it's the same thing mass <clears throat> from the nation's 130 or so manufacturers they said we're going to buy half of all of it the government yeah okay stepped up and said we need to protect our people we're going to buy half of what y'all are making now okay and then they began to ship these masks at discounted prices channel big one which is a dollar pretty much it's a dollar a dollar 23 to some 23,000 pharmacies. Uh, in, in, so they were all part of this association and they, they received these masks, 50% of the Korean manufactured masks. In a message, uh, Moon Jae-in, uh, President Moon Jae-in from South Korea addressed the pharmacists of Korea. Uh, in addition to expanding mass manufacturing, the government started, to, started this rationing system where they said, okay, you could only buy two a week and you have to be registered. Now, that right there is when Americans start getting like twitchy. Any yeah. type of my information, you can't have me on a list, blah, blah. Meanwhile, y'all motherfuckers be on TikTok, a company basically draining your data into the Chinese government all damn day, watching nonsense, doing fucking videos. You, what the fuck are you talking about? You're giving your data away and you don't want to register for a mask? Come on. Let's <laughs> stop. Let's stop with the nonsense. Okay? And what Korea did was uh, they, started buy, they, they started to buy 70% of all masks acquired from the public distribution system. And, um, and then they put in this like uh, assigned week, uh, uh, two masks per week on an assigned weekday where you can come purchase it. So the government is not only supplying the masks, they're also supplying the necessary, necessary controls for you to not inundate each other with virus. Right. This is a government that has their shit. This is a government with swag. 
Okay, this, <laughs> this is this is fucking like butchengi oppa government. Yes, yes, okay? yes. The government we have right now is that fucking mess who's always asking to borrow money. You know what I mean? It, it, it's always like fucking like, oh, oh, I'm trying to do better, man. I'm trying to do, just do better. And that's it. <sighs> yeah. I mean, it's like, it's, it's one of those things where the government is, so, I mean, you're seeing it right now. The government is, is an integral part of making this end. It's, this is not like a moment where it's going to have to be small government and people are sh- step up their personal responsibility. Like there's been a p- supply chain meltdown, you know, on the supply side. And it was ha- it happened in fucking Korea, too. A place where masks are far more readily used by the populace and they still had to get it together this way. I mean, this is when government needs to show up. We want it to. It's a whole po- fucking yeah. point. Of paying yeah. taxes. And th- yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I mean, that's the point. Like, that's the reason why we set, that's why we have social security, social security numbers. It's the reason why we have all those like fucking tax forms. It's because in the event of a net of a global fucking pandemic, you just ho- you hope that you you hope that big brother shows up. You want that Opa. You want Opa energy. Big yes. Opa energy. You that is big. what you want. That huge. Huge sweeping. You want that oppa with the with the fucking leather jacket and the steel toe <laughs> boots who will kick the shit out of anyone who's trying to fuck with you. And that's what it, and that is what it, I mean. The masks specifically is also you know um, it's like a part of the rise in Asian American hate crimes. You know because it's like one we we talked about this before on the podcast. As Asian Americans, we are very. We stick out. Like, there's no way you can, quote unquote, pass most of the time. Even if you're fucking Hapa, a quarter, people were like, what, are you like Mexican or something? Like, you fucking stick out. <laughs> there will be a part of you that will always be othered. Because it's by simply by virtue of the way you fucking look. You could have, uh, yeah. you could, your last name could be totally white. And it, people will still know you from your fucking face. Right. And moreover, because mass culture has always been a part of Asian culture, even um, especially among Asian American uh, immigrants here, because it is polite and we are all polite. And also Asian Americans love to fucking work even when they're sick. And um, (laughs) 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 so I'm just saying, like, I know a lot of there's I mean, obviously, a lot of if you're listening to the show, you know about the rise in Asian American hate crimes in the country. Um, So much so that like New York had to fucking set up a hotline. I mean, it's insane, and it's a reminder to all of us out there that the shit will pivot. It doesn't matter that Parasite won a best uh, Oscar, uh, won uh, best picture. Like they will, they're out here for us the second, the second they can. And so, the second we won <laughs> Parasite, they gave up on the Oscars. Yeah, <laughs> okay? they don't want it. They don't even want it. They want to have like they're gonna try to win the best uh, Joe no. Rogan supplement award. And like, <laughs> but there's but the thing about it is that there seems to be very something something inside of the white imagination, something very specifically ominous about a middle aged Asian woman in a mask. And I don't know what it is, but I've spoken to other Asian mothers that like when they are making their husbands. Um, go out and get the groceries because of the level of harassment. Because one, as an Asian woman, you're not as immediately threatening. Um, and there is like, and so people feel more emboldened to like come up to you and say some shit, especially other white women. 
Um, and so like that just seems to be a, a thing that's happening. And it's like, you know, if you guys have experienced anything or if you have any fears, we'd love to hear from you. I specifically am a little uh, weird about um, wearing a mask out in public. And I only want to wear a mask if I'm going out into like a public space. Um, mm -hmm. And it's like it's, that's just being in the Midwest. You know what I mean, Peter? Like uh, and you get that. So I haven't gone. What do you to mean, like having having a fear of wearing a mask? Being seen in public as an Asian woman in a mask. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a, it's it's. They look at you with hate. Yes. Yeah. There's a visceral aggression that I don't think most people don't understand. You know what I mean? Like it is. Um, it is beyond like. Uh, of course now it's beyond like institutionalized stuff yes. like it's overt yes. and it's scary and there's reports non-stop about asian kids getting stabbed yeah is shit is out of control and it's and like it's also we're all like the quarantined time, yeah yeah we're on quarantine and you start developing all these fucking fears and you exactly. only watch the things you want to watch exactly you know so yeah it's gonna get violent but I do think with that being said, that amount of stupidity and ignorance in people, I think is a constant throughout time. It just reiterates in other ways. You know what I mean? Yeah. So now that, now that this, everything's kind of been shown in the, in, to the surface, I welcome it. Let's go. Tell me to my fucking face. I want to know who I should be fucking with yeah. or not. Yes. You tell me. I mean? Tell like, me. Yeah, and I'll Tell have a mask. Me. I'll have a mask on. You won't. And I'll, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I would love to see the, for you to get Corona and for me and my. I can't <laughs> wait till the idiots die. Yeah. I can't <laughs> wait. And because you're, you hate being alive that much because you're that scared. Then do us all a favor. Go away. You, you really want to live that bad? and be afraid every day then stop you don't have to trust this uh this has We're been the um, episode sponsored by uh, dr jack kravorkian <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of kill yourselves <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, we're in the time of quarantine. Whatever, guys, you, you know what's happening with all of our mental health. And with that, yeah, we're yeah. gonna take a quick break and come back. But today I'm feeling washed and off my game. Yes. I feel so ancient. They say Asian don't raise it. Went from young and the dangerous to making all of my payments. When I get wasted as shit, it take two days to get fixed. They ask me, what's your skin regimen, bitch? I drank like a fish. I done did everything, anything, all of my teens. Uppers and downers and all in between. Gave lovers the boot and giving them rings. From baggy to skinny with all of my jeans. 15 seconds of shine. Turned into six seconds on a vine. Now it's real fake in real time. Acting hella extra on their lies. Lil homie flexing, that's cute. They see my mural like, that's you, oh man. But anything brand new Better cuff your girl I still pull I'm on my business Y'all start wars I'm Michael Jackson Eating popcorn But keep testing And talk more I'll send that ass To the chalkboard I put Them on The way But today I'm feeling Alright <laughs> We're back <laughs> did, did we go too dark? <laughs> did we get too angry? I don't know But um No we didn't This is the reality no. You know You guys You guys know You guys know why you came here <laughs> yeah, and that you came for some comedy. You came for some screaming. You came for some dragging, and yeah. then now we're gonna celebrate. Yeah, for uh, our, uh, the favorite part of our show. 
Yes, it's Kit Kat's Korean Chow. All right. Um, my Kick-Ass Korean is a part of a series called The Legacy Project. Um, and her name is Bonnie Bagwan Cho. And she was, um, she's like, grew up in uh, Korea during the occupation in the 40s. And basically, she is a badass. She like went to, um, let's see. She like she went to a fucking Seven Sisters school back in the fucking 60s. Like, um, she's a really extraordinary person who has been a professor and is the chairman of um, current chairman of the Korean Cultural Center of Chicago. And um, she went to Barnard. OK, um, like in the 60s. Uh, went Damn. to Columbia, got a master's in European and Russian history from Georgetown and a PhD in East Asian history from the University of Chicago. She's been a professor, assistant dean of St. Mary's of Maryland um, and University of Maryland at College Park. Uh, she retired in 06 from Georgetown and it's like, you know, been a fucking giver inside of the Korean American com community ever since. Um, I'll put uh, we'll we'll atta attach the video that um, the Legacy Project created. It's basically taking uh, down stories of Amer Korean Americans, um, like we're just ta they're taking their stories and like there's just a whole litany of just like really extraordinary Korean Americans, a lot of them women, um, being documented by the Legacy Project. And if you're ever in the mood to like cry and stuff, like I was crying when I was watching this because she was talking about the occupation of Japan um, when she was like how how much it um how it indelibly changed her. Like this memories of things, you know, it's like, it's like Pachinko era, yeah. you know? And so, yeah, yeah. So it's like 18 minutes, a fucking extraordinary hearing an extraordinary woman talk about her life and her experience of like trying to pursue education in a time when women were not given that opportunity. Um, and she did it hard. So, um, it's just an extraordinary story. I'll put the link up and she's an extraordinary person. Her name is Bonnie O. That's my kick ass Korean. Hell yeah. Bonnie O, is she still alive? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's this Holy shit. Yeah. I'm going to have to follow her. Yes. She's it's she's it's crazy. What an incredible story. Yes. Uh we'll post all that information on our um on our podcast information. Whatever where do you get that? Like at iTunes or whatever? It's a YouTube. It's going to be on that thing, the description thing. Yeah, yeah. All right. So my kick is Korean. His name is Stephen Park or aka Asian Boss. <laughs> I did not. <laughs> great name. Yeah. I had not known about Asian Boss until now, which seems crazy because he has 2.3 million subscribers. Holy shit. On YouTube. Okay. He's a, a verifiable hottie. Really? He's, yes. Okay. I'm looking he's up. like, he's like the, um, that is like, ah, uh, he's going to be a doctor one day. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? And it's just like, yeah, yeah. I know. Um, I know that guy. Yeah, he's uh, he's an activist and a journalist and all around just cool ass fucking dude. Oh yeah, he yeah. is. Oh, this super guy, this guy fluent. fucked a girl named Grace in high school. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and told her not to tell anyone. Yeah. Um, he looks like he was like uh, the lead guitarist in a praise band. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got a very, very, very distinct look. Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But um. Yeah, he, he recently put out a very comprehensive interview with the South Korean Fauci or uh, Dr. Kim Woo-Joo. Okay. Uh, he's a professor of infectious diseases at Korean University School of Medicine. He went through SARS, AIDS, measles, MERS, you name it, he went through it. And he has this really, really 
cool conversation in full Korean, by the way. Oh, and it's and it's uh, there's subtitles, so like to- I'm totally reading the fucking subtitles the entire time. Um, but uh, also because I'm reading it and I understand Korean, I'm like, oh, that's what that word means, or oh, that's how you use that phrase. Cool. So it's a really good way for Koreans who know Korean and English to go in and just heighten your language proficiency yeah. just a little. Well, it's because okay? like like stuff like that. I mean, when are you ever gonna use it? Like medical terms and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly, and um. So uh, he does like a, a, a series of different shows. Obviously, it's all about being Asian. And this is a really good channel that we're talking about, you know, representation and like how people are being represented in the media, us specifically as, you know, the threat or some kind of like weird viral thing just by association of being <laughs> looking like the people in the city that it started in. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's just so wild it's as if like if a disease started in dublin and i saw every white person it was like you fucking dirty you know what i mean like (laughs) what how what what are you talking about anyway so this is like the direct antithesis to that idiocy he goes to like these asian countries and celebrates their culture and also really does introspective stuff about problematic things it's almost like if we were journalists we would be doing something like this it's kind of like vice news ish for asian stuff Asian culture, Asian cool. stories, Asian. And um, he, I just recently watched this um, one he did with, uh, did you hear about that lady who got uh, in India who's, uh, who, who got uh, like sprayed with acid? Yes, there's a lot I, of them. Yeah. That's like, there's a lot of them actually. Yes. It's like a, a huge thing. Mm-hmm. And he talks about it with her and it's such an interesting story. It is so heartbreaking, but to watch this woman with her face completely acided Damn. Talk to him and ha- and show hope. Yeah. And show power. It it it's gorgeous. I'm going to cry. Ah, I just got <sighs> shivers. Go watch it. <laughs> Go watch it. Uh Stephen Park is my kick-ass Korean of the week. All right, that's our show for the week. Thank you so much for listening. Thank uh, you. Uh, do you want to plug your show? Well, you're going to be doing a Zoom thing, right? I'm going to do a Can Zoom thing. Come? Yeah, you guys just DM me on Instagram. I'll send you the link. You know, let's cool. do it. We're yeah. a brave new yeah. world. I'm going to be doing one April 6th as well. So DM me. I'll figure out how to do the thing and yeah. we'll share. <laughs> okay. Thank you for listening and thank you for all your love and support. And, um, you know, keep on keeping on. It's not over. There's actually great opportunity to do good, good things. So let's all do it together. Fighting! Fighting! I love you. Bye! I love you. Bye. Audio.